Sports, the universal language that everyone can understand. This is the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast. Each week, I interview coaches, sports industry experts, and leadership gurus to mentor you beyond the X's and O's on your quest to achieve peak performance in your professional life, professional career, and with the teams that you coach. Hello, Christian DeVries here with the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast. This is Season 3, and we are here to kick off Season 3. And I'm excited about doing this on Facebook Live today and wanted to share with you uh, what we've been doing over the last couple of years with the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast and a pivot that I'm going to make. And that's the topic of today within the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast is the idea of pivoting. So I made a pivot just recently and that I used to host the Peak Performance Mentor podcast under Volta, which is my company, Volta Sports and Leadership Development Group. But over the last uh, you know, six to eight months, I've been really working diligently and intentionally on the concept of the athlete of significance. And when we're talking about walking, talking about working with the athlete of significance and the importance of working with the athletes and helping them identify their significance, I really thought it'd be important for me to pivot the Peak Performance Mentor podcast under the athlete of significance in AOS. And so that's where we're at right now is we are doing that uh, pivot to actually being an AOS product or an AOS show that we're going to do this and we're doing live today here on um, Facebook. So I want to talk a little bit about this idea pivot and why this was so important for me. And I was even listening to Simon Sinek and John Maxwell yesterday on a talk they were they were dealing with leading through a crisis, dealing dealing with difficult times. And they mentioned three or four or five times through that discussion, this idea about pivoting. How do we pivot and turn age and, and times and everything that's going on. And I really, this has been important for me to understand this concept of pivoting. And so probably about three weeks ago, I wrote down some ideas that I thought about when it came to the word pivot and why it was so important. And that's what I want to share with you is this concept of pivot. Where did the idea come from? Well, it came from me, first of all, when we first entered COVID, everybody was talking about a new normal. When we hit a new normal, we're going to have a new normal. And that that just didn't sit right with me because for me, the normal was is what we were in. What we were dealing with is the normal is what we are dealing with. And to sit there and say, when we get to a new normal, to me, that was thinking beyond, you know, not that I'm opposed to thinking beyond, but that was thinking I'm going to wait and see what happens. And I don't believe in sitting and waiting and see what happens. I'm kind of a, you know, a, let's take some action and let's move forward with what's going on. And so I thought it was really important for me. What, what did I have to do? What was I thinking about through this idea of this new normal? There is no new normal. And what I, what I came to realize is that I needed to learn to pivot under circumstances that I was under. And here's, here's what I mean. Every day in our lives, we go through change. And that change is small incremental changes, incremental steps. And so we really don't necessarily notice them as much as when we're hit in the face with a major event. And so COVID provided us with a major event. So all of a sudden, there was this major event 
but our normal was what it was. It was what we were operating. We were just operating in this major event. And so things looked very different. And we have to learn how to pivot within that idea of what's happening. And so I want to rethink this idea and I want to think about it from the terms of we need to learn to pivot with what's going on in our current environment. And so what exactly do I mean by pivot? And that's really what I want to talk about today. And I've hashed this out over and over and over again. You know, those of you who have listened to me before, you know that uh, I, I coach college soccer. I've been spending the last 25 years coaching college soccer. And I've really had to ask myself, how am I going to help my current team through this pandemic, through all these changes they're being faced with, especially during a time that I haven't been I've never been through a pandemic and didn't quite know what to expect and I didn't have answers for them. So we were all going into this new environment and dealing with this environment in a, at the same time with trying to figure out what was going on. So it was real important for me to figure out how do I communicate with my team? And at the same time, how do I communicate with my business partners? How do I communicate with my family? How do I help my wife in her position and what she's doing during this new change that happened that was a major change? It wasn't the incremental small changes. So all of a sudden we really faced with a bunch more, a whole bunch more questions than we're used to. So when I when I really thought about that, I really said we need to learn how to pivot. And what does that mean? First of all, we need to understand the position that we're in. So P is understanding the position you're in. So when we talk about this idea of pivoting, let's be very clear to what we are dealing with, where are we at, what are the things that we can control, and being aware of what we can't control. I think most people need to truly understand in order for you to get through your current dilemmas that you're facing, to get through the current changes that have taken place in your life, you need to ask yourself, why did these changes take place? What is my current position that I am in? What do I need to understand about my current position that I am in so that I am able to work through that current position? I need to understand where I'm at and keep an eye on where I want to go. So. I sat down and I really asked myself, what is my current position? Where am I at with my particular athletes right now? Now you can apply this concept of pivot to your work life, to your family life. I'm talking it from the standpoint of how I'm dealing with my particular student athletes. And I'm dealing with this idea of how do I become an athlete of significance is I need to understand what is my current position. So what was the current position I had to understand? Well, number one, we knew that our student athletes were going to be in a virtual learning environment. How was that affecting them? We knew that was going to be an issue. We knew that we were not going to be able to train them or be in, involved with them on a one-to-one -one basis or work with them in group settings because we are putting distance, uh, social distancing quarantines, if, if, if that's what you want to call it. Um, that's what I kind of called it. Uh, so we were put in these situations where we were not having our interactions with our students like we normally would. I had just recruited a new class of students. How was I going to be communicating with that new class of students? Now, I was somewhat fortunate. I'd been using Zoom and I'd been using some other forms of technology and I'd used leverage technology on a regular basis. And since I had already been involved in small incremental changes of using technology, 
I understood what my position was and what technology I could use to move forward. So our position was we knew that we had to be in a virtual learning environment with our student athletes. And what was that going to look like? So th that that was the position. We couldn't control the fact that we that we weren't allowed to be with them. That was out of our hands. So my question for you is in your current business and where you're at with your current business or your current you know, environment that you're in and the challenges that you're having, can you identify exactly what your current position is? And when I identify what my current position is, I will have more success in being able to move through that situation. Secondly, we need to be intentional. So I, I really talked with my student athletes about being intentional and being intentional is, can you control what you can control? <laughs> you hear me there. In other words, you can only be worried about the things that you can control and you need to be intentional about making those decisions. So we knew for a fact that the only thing we could control right now was our ability to do fitness. I wasn't allowed to get on the field with the guys and the girls. That, that was not a reality that we are allowed to have. But what we did have in front of us is we had the ability to be intentional about leveraging the technology that was provided to us to get the workouts we needed to the kids, to be able to have individual meetings. There was one day I made it a point that I had a, an individual meeting with every single player on our team. Now, for me to get through a full day of doing individual meetings, 40 individual meetings on Zoom, which can be very difficult and it can be exhausting, I had to be intentional about how I was going to do those meetings. And so I set up three different blocks so that I wasn't wearing myself out as the coach and doing all these meetings. I allowed myself time to rest, to gather my thoughts before I went into the next set of meetings. So throughout the day, I set up two and a half hour blocks and had 10 to 15 minute meetings with players and the players were able to sign up for these meetings. But I was very, very intentional on two fronts. Number one, setting the expectation where you're going to do the meetings. Number two, providing the, 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 the technology we needed to do the meeting. So we used Zoom and I used a calendar platform. I used Calendly for the athletes to be able to find blocks that they could schedule the time that would work for them. But the most important thing that I was very intentional about in making sure that I was having opportunities to talk to every single player, which was extremely important about getting them through the current crisis that we're in and helping them understand what we needed to move forward, I needed to be present with them. In order to be present with them, I couldn't do all 40 meetings back to back to back to back to back. So I was very intentional about setting up three blocks of time. And then I gave myself time to rest and gather my thoughts, rehydrate, get something to eat before I went into the next set of times and blocks and working with the athletes. So my question again, you understand your position that you're in. Now, what can you do intentionally in order to start to have some results and what you're trying to accomplish with your current situation? Again, I'm talking about my team. I knew that all of a sudden we had to be in a virtual environment. So now that was the position I was in. Intentionally, how do I connect with them? And I had to make sure for me to be present with them. I was resting and thinking and, and get, made sure that I was able to give my full attention to each of them. Here's the other thing that is really important when you're talking about Zoom. And I have found when I'm doing some of these 
Zoom calls with my college athletes, not all of them want to turn on their cameras. And again, I was very intentional about we need to have the interaction with the camera and make sure I'm seeing them and they're seeing me as we're having those discussions. It's that idea of making sure we're having a proper touch point with whoever we're working with. And that that is part of being very intentional in the decisions we make. So again, reframing, we want to understand our position, know what your position is. And then number two, be intentional in the decisions you're going to make in that current position as you think about what you're going to do forward. The third part of pivoting is you need to value the people that you're working with. You need to value the people that are part of your program. You need to value the people that are going to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish. And I really, I'm going to go back to the idea about being intentional. When I talk about being intentional and I talk about valuing people, those come hand in hand. I really think it's important that number one, you need to identify the people that you need to value that are part of your particular process and your particular situation. So value those people. But more importantly, not only do you need to value them, you need to go to the next step and you need to tell them that you value them. And I think that's really important that you tell them that you value them. And then the next step is to tell them why you value them. Now, for this to really work, and we're, and I'm talking from my own personal experiences and how it's worked for me specifically, it's not just identifying who I value, but I need to tell them that I value them and then let them know why I value them. I don't like to skip that middle step. Okay, you can you can sit there and, and start from the standpoint, I value Johnny and then go, Johnny, this is why I value you. But I think it's real important that you have that middle step. And that middle step is to tell them that you value them. Because that's what turns on the light bulb within them that you have something really important that you want to say and it opens up that new awareness to what is potentially going to happen. So I'm going to give you two examples of this idea, one from the sports world and dealing with my own teams. And then I'm also going to give you an example of this from my wife who is in sales and she's an executive sales manager or executive sales representative for Thermal Fisher Scientific, a very large company. And we'll talk about this concept of how she's applied this idea of valuing others, valuing people in making a pivot during COVID because right now she's selling, she's selling all the supplies to hospitals and to labs. And so she, you know, she's looking at 12 to 14 hour days sometimes that she is working. So my first one is I have a young man that, you know, I was meeting with him about a couple of things that we were discussing about moving forward for the, for the season. And, you know, it was clear that he was, he, he was struggling and having some difficult times during this, during the whole process we were going through and that COVID was potentially affecting him. It was affecting his family going to an online learning environment was not an environment that he enjoyed being in and that was affecting him. And so what, what, what was really important for me is I, again, I knew the position. I was very intentional about having the meetings, but now I had to really be intentional about how I valued him as an athlete to help him get him through the difficult times and for him to understand what it took to get through these difficult times. So let's just say his name is Tim for, for the sake of this discussion. And I knew that the things were difficult. So as I was talking with him, I said, you know, Tim, 
I want you to know something that's really important through all these challenges that we're going and as you're trying to navigate what's happening with, with going into the online environment, helping your mom at home, trying to find a job during the summer and staying focused on trying working to, to play for, for us next year, I want you to understand that I really, really value you and that I value what you bring to our soccer program and that you're an important piece of our soccer program. Now, let's just stop there for a second. Because when I did that, there's a smile that just came on his face. And it was almost after the weight of the world was lifted off his shoulders for just a brief moment. And he just kind of looked at me and said, really, coach? I said, and here's why I value you. I want you, I want you to hear this, Tim. I want you to understand why I value you. When you came onto the program last year, we were trying to change an entire culture. And that change in that culture, we put high expectations on our players. And some of our players questioned what I was asking them to do, especially from the fitness standpoint. And you stepped up to the line. No matter what we asked you to do, you did it. And not only did you do it, you went above and beyond in doing it. And I value that so much because what you proved to the team, that is if you just step up to the line, you can do anything. You just got to step up to the line and get started. And that lesson was so valuable because I can talk about it as a coach, but beyond me talking about it as a coach, if the athletes on our team don't buy into that concept, then we are going to go nowhere. And the fact that you stepped up to the line and said, we can do this, and you said we, that was the single most important catalyst that changed our program last year and helped us in terms of achieving what we wanted. So as I told this young man that I valued him and specifically why I valued him, his whole demeanor changed. There was a smile on his face. And we talked about some of the next things that he needed to do to help him navigate and pivot in his current environment you can see that the light bulbs went off and he was going to be able to make a pivot that was going to work for him because we all have to pivot differently. So it's really important that you value people. My wife, on the other hand, she is working in sales. She's constantly trying to, number one, service all of her clients that she has, but also find additional clients as she's going out and looking for new people, new product, people to sell to, new hospitals, new laboratories that are looking for things. And there was one of these labs and these hospitals that she was not prime vendor. She was not able to get into that particular hospital because th th she was not the prime vendor for that hospital. But what she did do is she continued to send information to these hospital as it came forward. Information about what was going on with COVID, information about that, the things that she had learned through the process. Maybe some tools or some things that they might not have thought about that they needed and they wanted. And she's been doing this for over a year now, sending this information and really, you know, valuing what they're trying to do. Well, she had one of them reach out to her and ask some questions. And the first thing she did was thank them for asking the questions they were asking. Because the minute she thanked them for asking those questions, she gave, she told them that she valued them. Well, now she is in line to be talking to a buyer to supply some of the equipment that might be needed that the prime vendor cannot get for them. 
So it's just from the idea she made a pivot, understanding the COVID, how can I value everybody that's in working on everything? She's got the, you know, the, whether it's the nurses, whether it's the doctors, whether it's the people in the labs, how, how can we show value to them? And as we're showing value to them, really make a difference for them in their lives as they start to make that change. So that was really important, that idea that we value each other, value people in this whole process. So if you've gone through the steps of understanding your position and what you're in, being intentional about the actions and the steps that you're going to take based on that position, and you start to value the people that are around you, what is going to happen is you're going to see new opportunities open up in front of you. And you must be open to those new opportunities. This is the, this is the beauty of the pivot is when you take care of the first three, the opportunities, the universe is going to speak to you and you are going to be more aware of opportunities that are going to open up for you to achieve what you want to achieve. So if I, again, if I'm talking about with my particular team and I'm looking for these opportunities on how we're going to try to be more successful and how we're going to deal with being, you know, training our team during COVID, what do those opportunities look like? Uh, you know, it, it, it became aware to me that this was a great opportunity for me to work intentionally on leadership development with my captains. Sometimes as a coach, I tried to do that and I haven't been able to really invest as much time as I would have liked or what I perceived I didn't have enough time. And I think that's really important that I say that word. I didn't perceive I had enough time to work with my captains as I had wished. Well, now all of a sudden I had all the time in the world and this is a new opportunity for me on how I might be able to work with, with my captains. So I started to ask, how can I best utilize this opportunity in working with my captains? And the way I realized I can do this is I broke up my captains and I broke up the, the team into small groups. And I gave each team, each captain a group that they were supposed to kind of oversee and work with. So now, now we're talking about how do we hold each other accountable to doing the workouts in a virtual setting? So now I'm able to work with my captains. And what happened is now I can actually have more opportunities and I can really work my captains in how they are dealing with their small groups. And now the captains come to me, hey, coach, this is what's going on. This is what's being said. And I now talk with them and work through them. Well, how do you think we should deal with this? Have you thought about this? What about this approach to communicating with your teammate? Um, and so we've looked at uh, this as a new opportunity to develop leaders within the team. What opportunities are going to come up because you've actually valued everybody around you, you've been intentional, and you understand your position you're in? I'm going to, I guarantee the opportunity is going to open up for you. And you just have to be open to them and realize what is there. In terms of AOS, and I'll talk specifically about it, I saw this as a great opportunity for me to reposition the Peak Performance Mentor podcast under the AOS platform because our real focus is at developing athletes that have significance, athletes that are going to bring major value to their programs beyond the X's and O's. And so I was already operating in a virtual environment with AOS, but the opportunities, because I was already in that space, opened up greatly for me. And I am seeing three, four, five, six more opportunities than I didn't have before 
And these are opportunities that I'm not even have to, I don't even have to necessarily invest money in from a business standpoint. The opportunities are coming because we've positioned ourselves as a leader in sports leadership and recruiting education and specifically using a virtual environment in order to deliver valuable information to athletes and families. I saw significant conversations, which is our live Facebook show we do every Wednesday with AOS as an opportunity to showcase other people around me and what value they can bring to high school athletes and to families. And so not only are we, we, we've seen these opportunities open up, we're stepping into those opportunities. And so that is really where I come into our last action step, our last action part of pivot is to take massive action. Once you see opportunities, because, because you understand your position, because you're intentional in the decisions you're making, because you have valued the people around you, you are now able to take massive action and step into the change that needs to be made or step into the opportunities for you to be successful. This is such, this was the huge, this was a huge aha moment for me in pivot. The whole idea about pivoting is how do I move myself from here to over here, from point A to point B? How do I get there? And and I, I didn't want to sit there and wait until the new normal came and then try to figure out what to do. No, to move from here to here was that idea of pivoting and taking massive action. And can you be in a position to take massive action when the opportunity is presented to you? So as I wrap up the discussion today and rehashing what I've just talked about, I really want you to be seriously considering how you can pivot in today's market, in today's situations, on today's team, coach, if you're a coach, how are you going to pivot and coaching your athletes? How are you going to get your athletes to pivot in the situations they're under? Because they're looking to you for assistance. They're looking to you for help. And really, in the business world or with your families, how are you going to be able to pivot? So let's go over this one last time because I really do consistency compounds. I really believe that consistency compounds. So I, as I rehash this, understand the position that you're in. Really understand your position and ask your questions about your position so that you truly understand what opportunity, what's going on around you. Okay. What are you faced with? What are your controllables? And what are the things you can't control? Truly understand that. Once you understand your position, start to be intentional about the decisions that you're going to make. And those decisions are, can I ask intentional questions? Can I, can I be really intentional about what I'm going to do and the next steps I'm going to take in order to move forward? Um, so we must be very intentional in everything and every decision that we make. Then value the people around you and let them know that you value them. And then let them know why you value them. So when you've done those three things, the opportunities are going to present themselves to you. And when opportunities present yourselves to you, you are now in a position to take massive action to gain a new level of results, a new level of peak performance. 
Once again, those of you guys that showed up on Facebook Live today, thank you for being on the show and listening to this concept of pivot. I hope that it's really brought you some great value and something to think about as you move forward through these difficult times and you're no longer going to look for the new normal, but you're going to pivot in your current situation to achieve the peak performance that you know you desire and can be attained rather than waiting for something else to happen down the road. You're the one that's going to take the massive action. I hope you check us out on iTunes and as well as on Spotify and Anchor FM, the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast, where we actually work with our mentors and understanding our mentors on how they got to where they are in achieving peak performance in their lives. We'll start to release new episodes starting every week as we start season three of the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast. I appreciate you being here with us today and I appreciate you listening and go out and achieve your peak performance by starting to make a pivot in your life. Thank you for listening to our show today, the Peak Performance Mentor Podcast, where we use sports, the universal language that everyone can understand to mentor you on your journey your journey to achieve peak performance in your personal life, professional career, and with the teams that you coach.